See, the truth is that we're frequency, and we go through life tuning ourselves to different frequencies. And just like the radio, when you tune yourself to a certain frequency, you get what that frequency has to offer you. Welcome to the frequency that's all about turning you into a greater version of you. Welcome to the podcast that's offering you greater. You are now tuned in to the Greater Resistance Podcast with me, the Manifest Mentor, Brian Hippolyte. Greater shall you be, greater shall you do, greater shall you have. So today is the day that the change happens. Today is the day that you start being true to your truth. Today is the day that you won't allow the creations of your mind that go against your truth to reign and rule in your life. Now, y'all, what do you, what goes against truth? What will we call the thing that goes against truth? How will we identify the thing that is opposite of truth? Lies. Right? Lies. The opposite of truth is lies. Opposite of something real. Fake. So, today is the day that we become true to our truths instead of loyal to our lies. You've had way too much loyalty to your lies. And that's where the suffering comes from. That's where the resistance comes from. Think about it. How many times? How many times have you became loyal to a lie that you created? If it's a lie that somebody told you, someone of influence, someone gave you some misinformation, that's that's one thing. But man, you creating this shit. And then being loyal to your lies. So when life comes, when universe comes, when God moves, when the ancestors show up and show out, and truth is happening all around you, but it's not the way that you planned it, it's not the truth that you thought you was going to see, it's not happening the way that you thought it was going to come to, now all of a sudden you're creating a resistance to it. Now all of a sudden, you trying to find a way to get around the truth because it don't look like what you created, or what you thought, or what you planned. My daughter told me yesterday she doesn't like when things change. I'm like, man, things gonna change all the time, little baby girl. You gotta be okay with that. Cause each change is offering you something different, offering you something better, giving you something else to have. Gotta be all right with that change. You gotta be all right with things happening outside of the way that you planned it. Make a plan, but be committed to the goal. Don't be committed to the plan. Be committed to changing the plan. Be committed to revising the plan. Be committed to plan point two, plan point three, plan A, B, C, D, E, F, as long as we still focus on the same goal. The plans can change. And that doesn't mean that you don't have, that you have to. There's so many universal laws working in your favor. How dare you stand in the middle of them? There are things happening all around you right now that will lead to a greater existence for you. 
except you keep disqualifying yourself from your truth and for what your truth will bring you because you stay loyal to your lies, to the lies that you created. Nobody loves me. I can't trust nobody. Every time I do good for someone, they just use me. All of those victim-ass lies that you keep creating. And since you continue to set the stage of your life as if these things are real, you continue to attract those things. You continue to behave in a way that will make those things real in your experience. But that does not mean that it's your truth. It's gonna help somebody today. It's gonna help somebody get, 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 get out of that shit. It's gonna click for somebody today. And if it's you, I wanna hear about it. Today is the day that you're gonna be true to your truths and not loyal to your lies. I had neither one of those phrases before the first time that you heard it. This was not written, this was not, you know what I mean? I typed it out right before I said it. This literally is for somebody in here sent from whoever they believe in. <laughs> All these universal laws working for you. How dare you not work for yourself? So, who has ever made travel plans and and they didn't go as planned, whether it started from getting on the plane, going through the airport, the rental car, like whoever's, you know, you just something, it didn't go, it wasn't going the way that you was. We've all seen it happen, and I'm pretty sure we've all experienced it. Now, many of us get extremely agitated in these times. We've seen someone be in a beautiful place and have a and have a, the ugliest face because something that they had planned or wanted to do or thought they should be doing was not happening. And although they're in this beautiful place, they got on the ugliest face. We've all seen it. It might have been you. <laughs> Think about how people act when their travel plans don't go as planned. And they miss out on the powerful and amazing opportunities that's in front of them right here, right now. Beauty and things that you normally don't get the opportunity to see or do or witness. And you're missing out on it because it's not what you planned. Life is giving you greatness that you could not have planned for anyway but because it's not what you planned you refuse to enjoy it you create circumstances in your mind that aid you in not enjoying it you want to make other people not enjoy the experience because you're not enjoying the experience we've all seen someone on vacation doing this I see a lot of people doing it all through their life, though. 
I see a lot of people not understanding that life still has you in a place where there's so much beauty and you don't see it. There's so much opportunity and you don't see it. There's so much there for you and you don't see it. And you can walk and you walk around this motherfucker with an ugly face on. What a story about how this shit went the way that you planned it. But all this beauty in front of you. And if you change your face, you'd be so fucking beautiful too. <laughs> Fuck your plans. Look at this beautiful view. Look at this shit we can do. Why go through life aggravated and agitated? Because some things that you didn't plan happen. Why be a victim? Why be powerless? Why not have the glory of your intentions at work? Because you can still pivot and find something great in this moment, great in this time, great in this season for you to do. Although it's not what you plan. You can still have that great vacation. The same way that person can still have that great time. But rob themselves of the great time because something didn't go the way that they planned, AKA wanted it to go. Is your mind building your kingdom or destroying it? I'm about kingdom building. If you're going through life, driven by your intellect. And this is this statement is coming from a very intellectual person. If but if you go if you go through life being ruled and being steered by your intellect, you will always be in survival mode because intellect is a survival tool. No air horns, I need that to sink in. Intellect is a survival tool. The, 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 the Greater Resistance Podcast. That doesn't put it in a bad category or a less than category. It just, understand intellect is a survival tool. So your life cannot be being steered by your survival tool, you understand? That's just not. That's just not what you, what we're using. That's what we were given, and it's and, and it's helped you survive so long and survive so well. I know you're like, but that's my. That's I'm good. At, I'm good at that, and it, and it works. Why would I leave that? It's a survival tool, though. That greater than, that thriving tool, is it's not your intellect. So that's why you don't need to use it so much. Your God state leads you to that greater. Your soul, that greater version of you, that high vibration, 
Your soul knows that path the least resistance. Your intellect helps you in the proper space, but not to rule your, your life, not to steer your life. Because even if you're surviving, great. Survival will never satisfy you, nor is it supposed. Intellect can only go off of accumulated memory. This is why it's a survival tool. Your intellect can only go off of accumulated memory. So how could it be connected to greater? If all it has is what it's been given, what it's accumulated through experience or uh, knowledge being obtained. Your intellect can only dissect something to look at it and learn it. It functions off of logic. It's a great thing. It's an amazing thing. I love it. But as a survival tool, it's not what guides my life. The compass of my soul is what guides my life. And I can't hear my soul if I'm listening to everything that my mind and the world is saying. So stop listening to the world. Stop listening to your intellect. Stop listening to the rest of your mind. Stop listening to your emotions. And start listening to your soul. Start listening to your peace. Your peace will guide you. Your peace is the greatest tour guide ever. Your peace tells you damn near everything you need to know. It's your ego and your intellect that wants to know more. Your peace has already told you what you need to know. Your peace <laughs> already told you that wasn't a good um, connection for you to make. Your peace already told you something was wrong, right? Your peace already told you this isn't for you. Because when you engage in that thing, you feel a lack of peace. And what does that mean? You left peace. Peace didn't leave. You left peace. You left where peace said, this is where I'm at. And the first time that you stepped out of it, you knew it. You felt it. You, just, you also disregarded it. But your peace will guide you all through your life. If you protect your peace, your peace will protect you. These are all vital assets that we have. But they need to be used properly. If you are smart, you know how to handle your vital assets. Mishandling and misusing your vital assets causes confusion and calamity in your life. Your intellect is great, but it's not, it's not used to steer and guide your life. Use that vital asset the way that you need to. And you won't create such, such resistance and inability to do what it is that you need to do. Again, I'm no different from you, so you're no different from me. I'm using my vital assets a little bit differently. 
that's the difference. Just using my vital assets a little different. And many people suffer because they don't. And that's why this place exists. <laughs> But if you don't know how to handle your intelligence or your intellect, your thoughts and your emotions, you're gonna create a difficult environment to thrive in. Shit, you'll create a difficult environment to survive in and just take thriving off the table. If that's not what you want to do, if that's not what you're here for, if that's not what you plan on doing with your life and with your energy, then that's all you got to do. Use your vital assets correctly. Start allowing your peace to guide you more. Start allowing your truth to guide you more. What are we doing today, y'all? What's today? Today is the day. What day is it? Today is the day where we become 100% committed. Today is the day that we are true to our truths instead of loyal to our lives. Today is the day that we are true to our truths instead of loyal to our lives. How can you see that you're using intellect? Do you think it or do you feel it? Welcome to the Greater Existence Podcast with me, Brian Hippolyte, the Manifest Mentor. The anticipation is real. The countdown has begun. June 14th. Love Letters will be streaming on all platforms. You're going to love it. You're going to enjoy it. You're going to feel it. June the 14th. Vibe to my new EP, Love Letters. Cross my heart and hold it tight by your side. For you and I, put it all on the line. My favorite hot, favorite piece of the pie. Worlds and war, find peace in your eyes. Against all odds, we going to make it there. And if it's a problem, we going to take it there. It's Creator Flower, and I just wanted to share with you guys how amazing MU has been for me. I joined during a free week. It was a promo week, and I left that week with so much joy. I was so full. I was connecting myself to a community of growers, gardeners, and it taught me the language of gardening. I was using an outdated language passed down from my family. I learned tools to help me change that language and so when they say that it's a mindset right and that's what changes and that's what breaks the generational curses it truly is and mu really gave me the language that i needed to to grow join manifest university today for my daily calls and my weekly classes go to brianhippolite.com or do you mu.com welcome to the frequency that's all about turning you into a greater version of you 
You are now tuned in to the Greater Resistance Podcast with me, the Manifest Mentor. Now, I want to bring my brother in here. You've heard him a few times popping in and out on other podcast episodes. He is the time collapse guru. It is an honor on a daily basis to sharpen iron with this king to not only strengthen each other, but the communities that we impact. He's an asset to Manifest University. I love him to life. Uh, I call him my brother. I'm honored that I uh, stand in a position to, sh- to teach him, and I'm humbled by the things that he teaches me. Someone recently stated, when this brother and I are in the same room doing what we do best, it's like being in the same room with Martin Luther King and Malcolm X. And for the first time, I was Martin Luther King. I'm the peaceful one now. This brother ain't nothing to play with. He is... A great mind, a powerful, high-performance coach. Y'all get ready to be impacted. I'm going to introduce you. My brother, God, Al Tutson, the time class guru. What's up, brother? How you doing? Thank you for joining the Greater Resistance Podcast. I'm so excited to have you here. What's, what's, been, what's been going on? How's, um, how's coaching? Uh, it's coaching is unbelievable. Yesterday, or the day before yesterday, I had, uh, I was doing a training on coaching, and I really started to understand, I became aware of, like, what's going to really take it to the next level, because we got, a, I got, like, I got group coaching going on, I got corporate coaching going on, I got, um, the city, the things uh, with the city, it, it, it's, I got like five, five different things we're do, that we're, I say we're doing. I used to do that a lot. I used to call me we, uh, <laughs> that I'm doing. <laughs> but uh, but, if I, but I used to do it just out of a place of hiding. I would say we. Because it makes it sound like it's a group of people yeah, working on it. It's a group of people, yeah. right. Yeah, That's how, yeah. and I do it the same way because I move like it's seven people yeah. and there's all these different things so it sounds more logical to say that there's a group doing all this well you know for, for, I mean I wish I could give myself that amount of credit no I was, I was doing it strictly because I was hiding I was hiding because I had the belief system that when I'm out here talking to people especially when I was getting money and investments that we sounded better like that me just doing it wasn't big enough for someone to invest in, you know? And, and so it was, it was, it was straight hiding. And so I, I use we all the damn time. Like and people always, and then people start asking me, who is we? <laughs> like who else is doing this? <laughs> That's just like, um, it really is just me. <laughs> And, you know, it, it was the reason why initially I, um, like my, my social media is, is, is the company's name and not my name. It was me hiding. Um, and yeah, it was me hiding because the company was, it was me, it was me hiding slash saying that I didn't want it to be about me. I remember that. I 
remember what we were talking about. Yeah. Uh-huh. We should make off uh like if it to you rather use your name or the company name, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's a great self-discovery. Yeah, yeah, that was that was that was, that was uh, a huge thing. Um, and the reason why I keep it now because the company is me. And, right, you are your peacock yeah. product. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. When the flower gave me that, and um, it, and, and it was so it was so harmonious with what I had, you know, end up thinking because tigers literally the acronym that describes how I live my life is literally that it's literally me yeah. and the, the the whole life system is literally me so yeah. but now I, what I've been looking at here uh, recently is um, like how we we break ourselves up in parts but two things one I'm I've been gaining more clarity on attacking, not a, for, for lack of a better impeccable language right now, I'm just going to be quick and lazy with my language and say attacking therapy. <laughs> I've been playing around with words like the anti, but not the anti, the non-therapist. Um, and non-therapy therapy no 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 because i never want to put myself i never wanted to call myself <laughs> therapy you know anyway but Sorry. the non-therapist and um but really wanting to stay principled meaning um you can't be against something and it's not really that i'm against it but so the other day for instance last week one of my clients called me and was like, their sister told them that they have been thinking about suicide a lot. Oh, since their father died a year and a half ago. And so these are what, this is one of these things, right? Um, traditionally, in this space, in this space, therapy is promoted. And, but I, I have this thing where I'm, I'm really not for therapy. I don't advocate for therapy. I'm not gonna say that. I don't advocate people to go to therapy. Um, so here, here was this situation, and it's a serious situation. You know, this could be life or death. What do I do in this in this space? Now, she was going to go see her doctor and and go, you know, and I, I then told told my client, I said. See if she's willing to meet with me first before she goes to the doctor. I said, because the only thing they're going to do, the first thing they're going to do is they're going to medicate it. That's the first thing they're going to do. They're going to just throw on medication. 
and that's you know I, I just don't advocate for that I don't advocate for a life of medication which usually they keep you on that for sometimes years people be on that stuff for years and and sure so she talked to her her uh, sister and she said well I'm going to call him after, right after I come from the doctor. <laughs> you know, sure enough. Like, and at that time, I really was like, like I had to look at whether this was an ego or what, or was this a principle thing? At that point, when I heard that, I, I, I wanted to say, don't call me. But I wasn't sure where I was, where it was coming from, so I didn't. But it was okay anyway because she went to the doctor. What did they do? Medicate her. And so she, she told her sister, "Well, I'm just gonna see how this works." So it, it worked out anyway for me. Um, so the, the phrase that I came up with yesterday was therapy is for people that's not ready to change. <laughs> so, so. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> well, because Pat going to tell you that it helped him. Right. It helped him what? change he'll he'll attribute it to a fact of his transformation for uh, over the last year and right. I think he went for you know for for six months so all right so this is what this was um this one want to action um okay. so I was watching this interview with Charlemagne the guy and uh, uh interviewing Pusha T from the clips and when Pusha T got to talking about his parents passing away um, you know, he, he teared up and, you know, Charlemagne's a big, uh, therapist, therapy advocate. Um, and so, you know, of course he asks him like he does everyone. Have you, have you talked to someone? That's what that's right. the language that you, you know, have you, have you talked to someone about it? Um, and, and of course explain why, you know, this. well, he didn't explain why he should. He just said, well, you know, oftentimes we try to just stay busy and not, you know, and not really go through it and not process it, um, but advocating that you talk to someone about it. Um, so in that situation where someone, like you said, it's someone, well, you know, he doesn't have the whole the suicide part of it uh, in, in the story, but someone that's um, clearly has a, a pain point in their life that they're, uh, you know, not getting through. Um, what is the problem with them going and talking to someone? Not them going somewhere and getting medicated um you know but what is the problem with them going somewhere and talking to something talking to someone about how it, if it, i don't know why they there's no one else in, you know in their life that they can you know talk to but what is it that you have against the, the, the greater resistance podcast um so just so the language is impeccable mm-hmm. i'm not against it do whatever you want to do right right um um 
why I don't advocate for it. That's what I should say. Is, yeah. Um, so, I'm, last night, this, this therapist that I'm, I'm talking to um, a lot and doing back and forth um, conversation with on different subjects as I'm, as I'm exploring this, this person put, what is revenge bedtime procrastination? So, this entire thing about people that stay up too late when they really should be going to sleep and how not getting enough sleep is bad for you. And so, it, it breaks this thing down. And it says three factors are required for a late sleep time to be considered bedtime procrastination. A delay in going to sleep that reduces one's total sleep time. (laughs) The absence of a valid reason for staying up later than intended, such as an external event or underlying illness and awareness that delaying one's bedtime could lead to negative consequences. And then this is whole write-up about this, this now would be condition. Okay? So the first thing why I don't advocate therapy is because the industry believes more in the power of what they call what these illnesses that they have created names for and labels for. They believe more in the power of that than they do in you. So their specialization is in how these things, we have to solve these things. We have to work through these things or you can't live a free life. And that's just not true. It's just not true. (laughs) So to go further is that, you know what, this is is an amazing question you asked me. The second part of this is that therapists, they are like undertakers or, or graveyard people their focus is on the dead because their focus is on the past. Their focus and they believe so much that the past matters so much when modern science, whenever someone says science, always understand that the word science only means one thing, observation. That's it. It means observation. So modern observation tells us, even in the the new psychological fields, that this moment and your surroundings, this moment, if if you need, if, if there's an outer influence around you, outside of your inner influence. It's your inner influence and your outer influence that's surrounding you right now has the most impact 
on you than anything in your past. And so, <clears throat> this is modern day psychology. But they, you can't, but I haven't seen a big enough shift. There's a little shift. They're, they're starting to bring a little bit more empowerment into their therapy. They try, they're doing a little bit more personal development into the therapy because the, ther- the therapy industry is shit right now. If they don't bring, if they don't bring it in, they're not going to survive. So they understand that now, but still heavily focused on the past. What people, what I've noticed, what people, when you look at therapists and what is the therapist's goal? Therapist's goal is to get you to a place where you're able to handle the now. Like it's the now. You're right. That's the that's, that's, the, that's the goal of you getting there. That's the goal of you going to therapy is right. to get to where you can handle the now. The now. So, of course, a person that's not ready going through therapy would say, "Yeah, therapy made me ready." And. That would say that contribute to the change because when you when you start operating from the place of being ready to own this moment right now, then you have the opportunity to start to flourish. So a lot of credit could be given there. However, I also know that we could get there in one conversation instead of six months. Instead of 12 years, I mean 12 months. Instead of five years, instead of seven years. I know we can get there. And what, and what, I know that I can get you there We've to that it. same place <laughs> in one conversation. Right. And then now we're working on how to execute from that point forward. We're not in your past. Right. Now, if you because Pap also credits, uh, uh, largely accredits one conversation that we had here. <laughs> you know, one, two, three conversations we had, we had here. One shit changing. And, and, and that's, there, I love the way Artemis says this. There are some things that we're meant to know the reason why. And this is one of the discoveries I've had in this this last CHPC coaching that I'm doing, this group coaching that I'm doing, um, is there's something that you're meant to know the reason why, but you don't find that out, or the pathway to finding that out doesn't have to be this endless discussion of why it happened. No, find out what it is, how you want it to be different, what is that you want it to be? How do you want it to be different? And let's move in pursuit of that. And in the process of that, the things that really matter, the need to know why will, will be revealed. But it's not from it, but at the same time, we're moving, we're in movement. We're in movement. So a person that if I can bring them 
have a conversation with them and bring them to the place of possibility that you have this is available to you even though even if you don't feel it at this moment if you can come to the awareness that it is available to you right now then we can then we can move to where you want to go and work on move, movement into where you want to go and movement into where you want to go is, is what's going to reteach your 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 nervous system or what people call your inner child come on with it hey we gotta pay these bills so we'll be right back with more from high performance coach to time collapse guru out touching more elevated consciousness this is the greater resistance podcast I started focusing on everything that brings me joy. And when I tell you, I have manifested so much in such a short amount of time. Y'all better tap in to your greater existence, like ASAP. Like if you're going to do it tomorrow, you're too late. Start today, okay? Because it, it's bloomed me. And I just want you guys to bloom. Reach your greater existence and really propel the things that you want out of life. So peace be with you guys and have some gratitude, some grace for yourself, honor yourself and tap in, okay? You're the only one responsible for your growth. All right, I'll see you guys in MU. You are now tuned in to the Greater Resistance Podcast. It's movement. It's what's gonna teach that inner child. And and is and we don't and this was the big conversation that we had between me and the the the, the lady that um that we talk about I forget I forget her name now that came in that one day and then got mad and never came back. She was saying that she has to spend when she deals with her coaching clients, she needs to spend three, four, five months to heal the inner child first. And if you don't heal the inner child first, then she, they're always going to be, um, you know, sub, subjected to the inner child. And, and she was saying that what she was saying was the same thing I was saying. And I'm like, no. Nope. <laughs> like, that's not like, what I'm saying. Like, not just no, but fuck no. Like, no. Like, on no level am I saying that. <laughs> and, 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 I, and I, like, I, I wasn't making her wrong. I just was like, stop saying that. Like, I'm, I'm saying, saying the same thing. <laughs> like, like, that is literally not what I'm doing. And so, <laughs> um, that's, that was a, a funny conversation to witness, bro. And I was like, I'm just, I remember, I was getting the oil change. I remember, like, I was, I was just sitting there like, this is too good to stop. Like, but again, like, I, we, just, we all need to see how this plays out. <laughs> so, yeah, so her whole, her whole point was, she knows that this is true because that's what she did. Right? She spent, she sat in the shower and she cried it out and she did all this shit and all this inner child work and now she's killed. Except she couldn't go through a conversation without getting triggered. But that's a whole other thing. 
again, it's just an observation. I'm not passing yeah. judgment, right? It's just yeah. this is what actually yeah. happened. This is what happened. Right? <laughs> so, and, and this is why I don't advocate this pathway because time is life. Time is life. Now, if you want to get to living, or do you want to spend it focus on the death? Focus on the dead. In the movie Shawshank Redemption, um, at the end, when when Morgan Freeman character get out, he's like, "You got you only got one choice: get busy living or get busy dying." Say, "I'm gonna get busy living," and and so that's the concept. So two things. The first thing with this example, of the guy on the radio you're talking about. It's bringing him to, to what is he suffering? We're, su- we're suffering what you talk, what I heard you say about 15, 20 minutes ago. We're suffering the fact that something happened we didn't like. That's it. That's all we're suffering. Is that something happened that we did not like. And that turns into a huge thing. And when you when we start to look at it from that, when we start to look at it and see the simplicity of that, you see most of your trauma, no, not trauma, most of your depression. Yeah, most of your trauma, which is the, the schism that, that, that's happened in your mind from an event, is us having a, a feeling of powerlessness when something happens that we don't like. That's the, that's the, that's the more empowering way to say it. Yeah. What what I what comes up for me is that we having a temper tantrum when things don't go the way we think they should go. This is only how we approach in this world that is causing even the belief that we need therapy in the first place. We we approach this world with these concepts that can only lead to brokenness because they're not true. So at, so I don't care how long you ride the wave in the high of it. At some point, life is going to reveal that life is life, and life is always true. And so that illusion, that belief that you created is going to fall apart at some point. Hopefully it falls apart at a place where you're not holding tight. Because if it falls apart in a place where you're not, where you're holding tight, you're going to be broke. And then you're going to, and then the world is telling you to go to therapy. But what about Okay, let's not argue whether we should go to therapy or not. Let's talk about 
when are we going to talk about stopping the behavior that causes us to have to go to therapy in the first place? Or feel like we have to go to therapy in the first place? See, we're not like somebody, uh, one of the guys, uh, old police chief I used to know, um, he wrote on Facebook yesterday, the hardest part of getting old is that you're starting to lose people all the time. People that have that you that you've learned so much in life from. So here's here's a, a heavy part of what I'm working on here is uh, and but this is just last night. This person said this. So what came up for me is is death, right? Death is one of the biggest things that we end up going to therapy for. Right. And that's what and that's what I was gonna bring it back to because that's what cause that's what you know his his thing was. Yeah, that's yeah. one of the biggest things we go to therapy for. Yeah. When, when, wh- what, what did what did dude say on lean on me? All I gotta do is what? Stay black and die. He says the only two things I have to do in life is stay black and die. Yeah. Meaning, death is the most certain thing that you can bang on. Like, it's the most absolute certain thing that you are going to die. It's the most certain thing that every single person around you will die. Death is ever present. And yet, it's the thing we can't handle the most. It's the thing that crushes us, takes us out, knocks us down, causes tremendous amount of grief and sadness for prolonged periods of time. Now, see that this has to be something incredibly wrong with our psychology. or at least our approach to life. If that's the case. If the most guaranteed thing in life is something that is breaking us every time it happens, we gotta move differently. If we want change. The, 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 the Greater Resistance Podcast. Now if we're okay with being broken, going to therapy, then fine, keep the cycle. The phrase that you used was that it was, it was for people who were not ready to change. Right. Well, the thing I feel is wrong with that phrase is that there are many people who don't know better to do better. So there, there, there would be plenty of people who are ready to change, but as far as they know, this is the best route to go. Right, so they're not ready to change. Here's why. Here's why, bro, based on what you said. (laughs) They don't know enough to change. They don't know enough to change, okay. They don't know enough to be ready to change. They're too ignorant. So they think they're ready to change, but that's different than being ready to change. Because let me ask you something. There's been things in your life Everyone is alike. That meant so much to them, right? 
But at some point, without therapy, it didn't matter anymore. Nothing changed about the situation. Nothing changed about your environment. Nothing changed about anything. But just on this particular day, one day you decided, I'm done with it. Why? Why? Because you was ready to change. Before that, you wasn't ready to change. You were stuck in your judgment. You were stuck in your judgment. So because you were stuck in your judgment, you weren't ready to change. You're helping. You go Even when you go seek help for your judgment, then people don't call it that. They tell you that this is the natural thing. Bullshit. <laughs> Just because it's common, that don't mean that's what you're supposed to do. That don't mean that's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> it's like, yeah. you know, so, you know, you know, that part of it is so... This is, again, a reason when we come back to it, anybody that's like, okay, Les Brown gives up in one Tiger Vision episode, Les Brown tells a story. And, and it's a really powerful story. He said, this lady used to get beat by her husband, beat by her husband, beat by her husband, beat by her husband for years. And then one day she just left. And he and and she was asked, why did she finally leave? She said, I just got tired of him beating me. I was not gonna let him beat me anymore. That's what we do. We let things go to the place where we just get tired of it, and then we're ready to do something different. And that's essentially what I feel like therapy does. Therapy takes you and makes you talk about it into exhaustion until you're tired of talking about it. And then you're ready to let it go. And that's, look, I'm... That's a part of the process that you need. Right. So, so, so I just it, don't advocate for the fastest, it. What, it's not the fastest route. I'm not. You told me. I'm, I'm not even gonna say that's not the best right here. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say that's not what being ready to change looks like. Ready to change looks like that point when you say, "I'm done with this. I'm just done." We've been taught. I mean, one of the things, you know, they say even some bad habits has to die here. When you do it into exhaustion, you do the habit so much and hopefully you don't get broken by it too much, but you do it to the point where you just get tired of doing it. And now you're ready to, to, to change the habit. And that's, a, that's just the way, that's one of the operations that we do. I'm just a person that understands that one of the reasons why death is such an issue for us is because Time is so valuable. So let's get to living. Last thing I'm gonna say real quick. Sunday I was having a conversation. My brother, he he's he's been promoted to this position, right? And so now he's over like like 500 people or something like that. And so all the social issues 
and personal issues and problems, everything that's in society, he's in the military. Everything's in society, it's in the military. So, you know, most 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 of the people that come to the military, especially in an enlisted fashion, are broken people. So or everything they come in, you know, they come in and they're and they're carrying all that. So he's essentially a person that that has to deal with all the things that happen in that in that case, from you know domestic violence to sexual assault, all the stuff that's happening, right? And so when he was, this is this is high performance moment here for me in real time. When I was up there a month ago and to his penny ceremony and. The, the chaplain and her husband was talking to me uh, before it started. It was just the two, me and the two of them. And she said, hey, this position he's in, it's gonna be one of those things where it's, it's, it's a lot, you know, it's a lot to take on, blah, 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 blah. People that hit this position, they, they normally are really stressed out that first year, blah, 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 blah. So they said all that. So they're like, you need, to, you need to make sure you check on them, blah, 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 blah. And so on Sunday, I said to him, I said, hey, I'm gonna ask you, you're gonna hear me asking you from, um, are you okay? And, and that's different than what I, I would normally do. I normally- Say that again? Um, I'm gonna ask him, is he okay from time to time? Okay. And and I told him, I said, you know, that's different than what I would normally do. Normally I wait for you to bring it up because I give you the autonomy as a man to do. That's just the thing. This is what I've always, I've said to him for years. I'm always here. If you need to talk, if you need anything from me, whatever, even when I know something's going on with you, I'm not going to say anything until you already bring it up. If you don't bring it up, I know that you're not ready to talk about it right now. And that's how we've operated for decades. And and I told him, I said, but now I'm start asking. And I, and I said, the reason why is because this conversation I have with these people, these people are your people. This is what they said I need to do. So I'm letting you know that this is what the change of behavior is. And this is why I'm asking. That's That was my little high performance moment. All right, so he said that yeah, there's this, you know, he started explaining some of the things and events that can happen and that he's going to have to process this stuff. And I said to him immediately, I said, that's therapy talk. This idea that you got to process this stuff because what's going to happen is you taking all this in and you processing it is going to require another set of energy to process your process. Mm. And this is the kind of behavior when I say not looking at what causes the psychosis that causes us to feel like we need to go to therapy. Like imagine everybody, okay, you don't have to imagine. You, Brian, you are a coach. You talk to people. And in the in the, in the in the process of talking pe- to talking to people, people tell you a lot of heavy shit. Yes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So imagine if I don't it's, I don't know exactly how you deal with it, but based on how my conversations with you and and what you're saying, it's not this processing of everything. It's it's that you're responding to it with a sense of 
clarity of the truth of the moment and the truth of the situation. And, but if you get into your emotions about it, your meanings that you're placing on it, your decisions that you're placing on it, what you, your judgments that you're placing on it, you would have to process every freaking thing that you that that comes your way, and that would be heavy. Yeah. And and so you know, I shifted that, but again, that's a, a, a traditional way of thinking that will only leave the brokenness down the road. And and, and so correcting that. Um, but the last thing. And, and with this death part is what I'm looking at is the misery of death the grief of death is something that we have believed that that's the way you're supposed to respond and I'm at a place in my life where I'm willing to challenge that now this goes back I've told you the story I'm not going to say it today this goes back to when I was 19 when I first entered into this space and I and I did my own personal experiment on this but the, what I'm about to study now is honor the word that comes up for me of a better way to deal with death and deal with life in it um, deal with death and life so when death happens, instead of going to grief, go to honor. Now, I don't know exactly everything about that, so I'm going to go read a bunch of stuff about honor and see what I can grasp and see what happens there. But I think there's something powerful in that. And then in life, instead of going into um, attachment, honor. Because attachment is what, in life, attachment is what also causes brokenness. So instead of going into attachment, going to honor. That's the replacement of those two things. And and so it's not, for, for my place, it's not just this idea of... therapy it's understanding what I'm not really like I'm not really my issue is not really therapy my issue is the promotion of therapy that's my issue like this is the thing to do nah do it if you feel like you are uniquely defective you need to do it you, you're not ready to change that's fine. I'm not going to tell you. You know me, I'm all about freedom. I never tell a man what, what they should and should not do. I don't know what's best for you. You do what you do. I'm just saying, when it comes to um, therapy, for us to be promoting this, like it's the thing, like right now, that's the thing. Everybody's promoting therapy. What? Where's the... Where's the fruit? Anxiety is up. Depression is up. Suicide is up. Where's the fruit? You are now tuned in to the Greater Resistance Podcast. 
You know, the expression, the vibration of love is one of the highest. When was the last time you wrote or received a love letter? June 14th, I'm going to talk to you about everything I love. June 14th, love letters, all platforms. You're going to love it. Cross my heart and hold it tight by your side. For you and I, put it all on the line. My favorite hot, favorite piece of a pie. Worlds and water, find peace in your eyes. Against all odds, we gon' make it there. And if it's a problem, we gon' take it there. We got each other. Podcast with me, Brian Hippolyte, the Manifest Mentor. I definitely want to thank my brother Outtouch and the Time Collapse Guru for stopping by and elevating consciousness with us. Episode 6, true to your truth, not loyal to your lies. That's what it's all about. Being true to your truths instead of loyal to your lies. There are truths within you that you need to discover, uncover, unlock, unleash. Just get it out there. That's how it all started for me, manifesting you my very first book. 111 keys to unlocking your divinity, and that's really what it's all about. Unlocking this great thing that's within you. This weekend... My brother and I will be along with international best-selling author Sierra Clark. And you'll definitely be hearing from her soon on the podcast. The three of us will be doing the Greater Existence Workshop in Orlando, Florida. In the middle of the Manifest University Retreat. This is the fourth retreat. Shout out to Manifest University, the mighty MU. The staff, the professors. The tribe, the family. This is the fourth time that we've all gotten together. People flying in from all over the country, driving in, so we could all be together for a powerful weekend of uh, of leveling up. It's like a family reunion, and sometimes it's for people who's meeting each other for the first time. Could you imagine that? Manifest University is a place to grow, and we definitely welcome you to join us. If breaking generational curses and creating generational wealth is what you're into, if personal development, self-mastery, and goal execution is something that you want to get better at, if you understand that your life and your legacy are only going to be as good as the life that you live, and the life that you live is only going to be as good as the questions that you ask and that you answer and that you get clarity for, Come to Manifest University. Go to BrianHippolite.com or DoYouMU.com and join Manifest University. Listen, I love y'all to life. Thank you for stopping by and building with me. I appreciate the ratings, the comments, and all the loves, all the likes, all the shares. We streaming, baby. The Greater Existence Podcast. I'm going to see you on the next episode. Be great. Be powerful. Be guys. Don't let nothing stand in your way. Don't let nothing get in the way of your greatness. Not even you.
Today's the day you are going to be true to your truth instead of loyal to your lies. You got this. And I'm so proud of you. Overflow, 
overflow, overflow, this is my overflow, 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 I have more than enough, this is my overflow, as the sun rises, so does my energy, I'm empowered to empower with my energy, I tune out distractions, tune into my divinity, Energize and vitalize. I am alive, aligned, and synergy. Freely give to the universe. Freely the universe gives to me. My thoughts support my growth and elevation. I respond to opportunities without hesitation. I move towards my goals and destinations in control of my life's direction and vibration. I will not create stories or meanings. Every cell in my body supports my well-being. I inhale trust, exhale fear. I'm where I'm meant to be, it's something for me right here. Equipped with everything I need to thrive. The world will fill with chaos, there's peace still inside. I feel deeply loved by the universe. Rooted in blessings, can uproot any curse. As I inhale and I take a breath, all is well, I'm forever blessed. As I exhale and release the stress, all is well, I'm forever blessed. My root chakra is balanced, I'm rooted and grounded, divinely protected, divinely guided. I am more than enough, I let all worries go, I give from what I have, this is my overflow. Overflow, 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 this is my overflow, 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 I have more than enough, this is my overflow.